Louise Cooney's Open Book, a Go Loud original podcast. Hello there, I'm Louise Cooney and this is my brand new podcast, Open Book, where each week I sit down with well-known personalities for honest conversations about life and the stories that shape it. We have some amazing guests coming up over the next couple of weeks, but I wanted to do an episode in between just to kind of talk about anything and everything and to get you involved. That's the main point of this episode, because when I started the book club on Zoom, that was the best part about it was the community that we created there, the relationships that were built, hearing everyone's feedback and different interpretations and getting your recommendations. So if you have recommendations, thoughts, um, opinions, please just share them with us. The email is info at goloudnow.com or else you can reach out to me on Instagram, whatever suits. But I'm just excited to have you involved and to have the chats. And I have Sarah here with me today, our producer. Hello. And in these episodes, we really want to involve you in the conversation. So we might kick off with a little good books, bad books. I love this. So this isn't always necessarily about books. It's more Mm. just like chatting about the week and what's been good this week, what's bad, what are you pissed off about it you know what's in your bad books keep it topical yeah so for me the good books this week I'm torn between two okay the amazingly nice weather we finally got some peace and also Love Island it's my actual life at the moment it's so sad really that's normally my reading era so now I'm like (laughs) I'm falling behind but it's okay I'm going on holidays so I'm going to be able to catch up on my summer reading and the good weather is in your good books because it actually might be making its way into my bad books this week (laughs) yeah so warm it is so warm it's just too warm Warm. It's like Irish people are not built for this. I feel like this is the first summer where I have a winter wardrobe and a summer wardrobe and I've like sent my winter wardrobe home to my mom. but I'm going to have to go down and check it out because she's a really known for just sort of firing stuff yeah. out when it gets sent to her house. She's like, I don't have enough room for everybody's black bags. Um, oh my God, don't even talk to me. Every time I go home, my, par- my parents are like, will you take a bag out? Please take a bag from the attic. I'm like... Dad, I don't have room for it. I know, I know. I do love like how it brings the best out in everyone. Everyone's in the best form. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. And it, it is such a lovely country to be in when the sun shines. There's actually nowhere I'd rather be. I know, it's true. So, well, actually in my good books this week was Dublin. And I know mm. you're from Limerick. Mm. So, um, is Limerick in Munster? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you're from Limerick, so you're more of a Munster fan, I'm sure. But I just feel like Dublin this summer has come alive. Oh my it's, God, it's there's insane. So many, yeah, there's so many different events on. And this week, just itself, I'm going to an exhibition in Hangtough Gallery. Super. Oh, cool. I'm going to a play on in the Abbey called Translations by Brian Friel, which I've actually never seen live. So I'm excited about that. And then I'm also going to, well, this one's a bit random, but I'm going to a women's moon circle. Um, do you know Moon Manor? No. Well, they're essentially this really cool sort of Celtic collective. They're all about like the divine femininity and Celtic mythology. So, you know, the Romans had the sun. Well, supposedly our ancestors, the Celts, had the moon. And it was all to do with sort of the feminine being king. So I'm going to go to that on Wednesday. But I just feel like Dublin and Ireland has come alive this summer. There's a million other things to do. And where else should I be? I know. It's like we all booked all these concerts years ago and I was one on <laughs> know, every yeah. every night of the week. Like Yeah, that's true. I was that's at Westlife true. last week. Oh, were you? My sister's at that. So good. So wait, were Sugar Babes headlining for or sorry, they were opening. like opening. I know. Like <laughs> oh I mean God, I, I can't actually decide who what I was more throwback. excited about. Yeah. That is unbelievable. <laughs> there was definite Dilf energy. It was good. Like, <laughs> oh my God, it looked great. Like and it was yeah. just the voices, the whole setup, the the night it was so sunny and yeah, like yeah yeah did you go Saturday or Friday I went Saturday okay 
okay. Yeah, yeah, it was so sunny that day as well. Yeah, I'd say everybody started off with a brunch and just rolled into it from there. Yeah. What's, what's in your bad books this week? Uh, bad books post-COVID travel. Cannot oh, deal with okay. it. Okay, yeah, Dublin Airport and everything. Dublin Airport was fine. It was Aer Lingus are cancelled in my view. Uh, done oh. with them. Never booking with Aer Lingus again. So booked, <gasps> I'm flying with them tomorrow. I Well, this is the thing. I'm actually supposed to be flying with them on Friday. I'm going to um, co-play in Paris with oh one of my God, friends. Stop, I that's know, unreal. but honestly, Chris Martin is the only person I would do it for. There is no way I would be doing it otherwise. Well, why, what happened? They cancelled our flights. Now, my boyfriend would have been able to go, but he would have been there on his own the first night. He would have been there on his own with my dad the second and on his oh, own wow. with my parents the third. Then I would have arrived and then he would have had to leave. So uh. he, he decided it wasn't really for him. Um, so there was that and then also I just don't think we're really used to being in co- like condensed spaces with people that we don't know anymore no. like I was sitting, sitting next to this couple who were just enjoying their time I don't know why I was so hateful but for whatever reason your man's voice just got into my head and I felt like turning around at one point and being like sorry can you not talk it is mad <laughs> like, I went happened? to Dermot Kennedy in the Malahide Castle there a couple of weeks ago and like it was so busy like so oh, yeah? busy and I was like is this really busy or is this just me post-COVID like know, you know I, know, I didn't actually Actually, no. You know. I know it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. But anyway, I'm, I won't be traveling again um, for the rest of the summer once I get back from Paris. Oh. What's in your bad books this week? My bad books is just the whole inflation situation that we're in. Yeah, like I just find myself spending so much money mm. on like silly things. Like everything has kind of gone up. The fuel is one thing. Yeah. I feel like I'm filling my car every other day. I only ever fill it with 20 euro, but I feel like I'm doing it every other day. I see people posting about it. it's like 90 euro, 100 euro. I have an electric car now. It's like oh, pure luck. I got it last summer. It's just pure luck that I got it before it all went up. Like, you know. There's the one thing about the cost of living and the fuel of stuff going up. I suppose it probably is helping us transition into mm. a more environmentally friendly way of mm. living. Like even just how many washes we put on. Do we yeah. need to use the dryer? Oh my God, I know, totally. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm like, what are you doing? We don't use the dryer. <laughs> Too much energy. <laughs> I know, I know. And I'm also, I'm buying a lot more on Depop because of like Topshop going up. Zara, so much more expensive these days oh, than, okay. than it I used to be really before. Noticed that. Oh, well, you have up. to pay for bags now, Zara. Oh yes, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I just noticed that as well. I actually, my friend, Told me they were in Zara and there was a somebody spent 400 euros in the sale. Oh, wow! And they bought a bag for 15 cents and then like they wouldn't all fit in the bag, so they were like, Oh, you're gonna need to buy another one. And <laughs> she stood her ground and for like there was a like, big long queue and like call, like got the manager no down. Way. The manager like laughed at her and said, You're after spending 400 euros in Zara, like just buy another bag. And she, but for her, it was about the principle, yeah. And I was like, God, if it was me, I would just pay the 15 cent, like get me out, like in front of everyone, like you oh know. Oh god, I absolutely love that. Yeah, fair play, yeah. you know, fair play. So, usually, this would be the point of the podcast where we would maybe engage with a couple of listeners mm-hmm. and see what they're saying, um, maybe about last week's episode with Louise O'Neill yeah. or comments or any like questions they might have about reading, getting into mm-hmm. reading, or um, picking back up the baton if you've dropped it. But I suppose in lieu of that, we might do a bit of a quick fire with yourself. Oh, okay. Let's yeah. Do it. yeah. You up for it? Yeah. Okay. So um, usually at the start of each interview, you will ask people, are they hardback, softback yeah. or Kindle? What uh-huh. would you put yourself down as? Paperback. Oh, really? But saying that, what I've started to do is like, say if I want to read something there and then, I've actually just been downloading it on my phone. Oh. Or like Audible or eBooks. 
But not, I wouldn't read a long book on ebooks. It's more like if I just want to, you know, kind of dip in and out. Yeah, I actually really like using books as a really cheap way of decorating my room. Oh, yes, you like the hardbacks. Yeah, yeah. I love the hardbacks for that sort of thing. They actually, they work really well to help you stack other books and oh, stuff yeah. as well. So mm-hmm. I, I like a bit of that. But then for traveling, Jesus, they are so expensive to put in the bag. Yeah. So that's when a Kindle and that sort of thing comes yeah, together. Yeah, I know. I, I know. think I've lost two Kindles in my time now. So <laughs> advertisement for that. What about dog ear bookmark? What are you? I'm dog ear. I know. Who is a bookmark person? No, I don't think I've met anyone yet who's who said bookmark. Bookmark, I know. And these are authors, so I guess. Yeah, I think I was in Ranley yesterday and there was a guy actually selling bookmarks. Oh. Yeah, there were these beautiful handmade bookmarks. And I was like, oh, geez, will I indulge? And then I was like, so realistically, that's going to end up in the back of your bag. I know. It's like never going to be Or used. the bottom of your bag. Yeah. Or like... <laughs> never to be seen again. Yeah. And then no. you just lose your place in the book. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, it's so hard that's to keep so going. Annoying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just dog ear and be done with it. Save or devour? Devour. Oh, my God. I'm a yeah. total devour person. Yeah. If I'm not like wanting to do that, then I may as well put it down because, mm-hmm. so, you know, like that's just how I love to read a book. I love it when I'm like, I can't go to sleep I can't yes. you know stop thinking about it mm. I dream about it it's like you know <laughs> no way <laughs> yeah. and then what's funny is because I devour things I often like can't really remember after like a month or two you know mm. I have to be really like what actually happened in that book you know what I mean yes yeah yeah, yeah you meet someone and they're reading it and you're like oh the, the character that um the, the husband uh, yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, funny because yeah. you're obviously not probably taking it in as much because I'm reading it so quickly but Definitely. when I'm reading a book I really like I find myself like my eyes will travel to the end of the page I'm like no stop you haven't, <laughs> you haven't <laughs> yeah. read the full paragraph you yeah, have to go yeah, back yeah, up yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah, like I flick to the last no! page just to see how many pages are in the book oh, and I'm yes, like don't read anything so then you must be kind of a fuck it person if you're not enjoying it fuck it um not lately. I can't think of the last book that I've done that with, but okay. say like self-help books. Like if I'm reading them and I'm like, I've got the gist of this book now. Yeah, I'll just, yeah, yeah, do, you know, yeah. I'll just do you know what? I'm self-helped. Yeah, yeah. So what's your kind of history with reading then? Just bring us up to the point of creating the book club. So like growing up, we were always encouraged to read. I remember when we were kids, my parents would give us a pound if we had read the book. And like what? at the time, right, I was like, this is just classic of me. Yeah. I was trying to find a way around it. So I'd read the back of the book. <laughs> And try and recite it to them. And oh like, my God. Yeah, you know, they, so they'd good. argue with me. And, then, you know, I'm a terrible liar, so I'm sure they knew, but hey. <laughs> Ever the entrepreneur. Yeah, and it was one of those things where, like, if, if I was going to read it, like, they'd buy me the whole the whole series of the books. You know, so I had a couple yeah. of those, like, the series of unfortunate events. Like, I had oh, all those. Yes. And Gossip Girl, I actually read. Do you know they were books before they were a TV show? No, I didn't know. Yeah, that. and I, like, when I was, like, a teenager, like, I loved them. I oh devoured God, them. Like, yeah, it was unreal. I met uh, Chuck Bass, you know, Westwick in London last week. <gasps> no. Yeah. Wait, yeah. what did you meet him doing? Did you meet him on purpose? Or? Yeah, I was at an Armani event. Oh my God, stop. And the new face of their code perfume is... Did you watch Bridgerton? Uh, I watched the first season. I haven't gotten into the so, second yet. Uh, Red J. Paul. Oh yeah, he's absolutely Yes, right. he's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, he's there. And then Ed walked in and I was like, oh my God. Do you know what I've heard? He's a bit of... Um, What's the best way of putting this? Playboy, let's say? Ladies' yeah, he's had man? a lot of girl, girlfriends, yeah. Okay, okay. But he's a new girlfriend and I think they're like quite serious. He's um, shorter in real life though. They yeah. always are. Mm-hmm. What's the story with short men doing so well when it comes to acting? I mean, Tom Cruise, all mm, of them. Under yeah. under six foot, they got a chip on the shoulder maybe. They got to make it. Yeah, I suppose they, yeah, maybe. I'm like, that's terrible. They got stuff to make up for now, they don't. No, I know. They, we then love it, short men too. They're, yeah, they're we, we actually do. And I've always said that short men are the most underutilized dating resource. Like I have a friend who, and it's so terrible, she has 
on her, I think it's, um, is it Bumble or is it Hinge or whatever? I love how I'm talking about it like I wasn't using it four months ago. But anyway, um, I think on a Hinge she has it so that she can only see guys who are six foot and over. I do that too. Seriously? Yeah, of course. Well, you're tall. Yeah. So like, mm. I, it's so funny. When I was in New York, I used to like dating YouTube videos, right? What? Yeah. Oh, I'm going like, to have to look these up. I was like, I know, geez. I thought I made them private and then Mark's like, the other day I watched it. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, how did you find it? And he was like, yes, it's on your YouTube. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Oh my god! How was it? <laughs> and like, it's so funny because one of the things, like, it's like, what do you look for at someone? And I'm like, tall, tall. <laughs> but he's not tall. Mike's tall, but he's not like crazy tall. Like, but what you know? is it you're looking? You want to be able to wear your heels, or why do? Well, you yeah, I, no. Do you know what? I I think it was just probably an insecurity of mine, like because I'm so yes. tall. Like I'm like okay, five yeah, ten. Yeah, yeah. Why is there something wrong with being a tall girl? If anything, that's all I've ever wanted. I'm like mm. scratching five two over here. But imagine all the people you've ruled out just because they're. A height, you know. I've never ruled out people based on their height, but I've also never dated anyone under six foot. I think did you guys. Say what, what height did you say? I don't know, five two. Five two. I used to say five three. I would thought you were like, No, I think it's because I'm loud. People always think but I'm. You've taller. never dated anyone shorter than six foot. Not, not by you know choice or anything, but but yeah, I think my first boyfriend was like six three or six five, one or the other. But you know what? Let me tell you, some I have dated people kind of shorter than me, and. Uh, it's it's not fun when you're wearing heels and you're like, mm. good night, good night, son. <laughs> Patting him on the head. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, give yeah. him a kiss on the forehead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, I suppose one of the other things that we're hoping to do is our book-related topic of the week. Mm-hmm. And very jealous am I that you're off on your hollybops tomorrow, is that right? Yeah, I'm off. I can't wait. We're going to our wedding, actually. And the book I'm going to read over there is The Wedding Party. It's new it's oh. by Kathy Kelly. It's out this month. So I'm very excited to read it. I love her books. They're like very easy to read mm. and enjoyable and fun yeah. and not, light. Like, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're so, actually a perfect summer read. Yeah. So excited. My mom always had either a Kathy Kelly or a Marion Keys or whatever with her mm-hmm. on holidays. And she's one of those people she never reads. And then on holidays, she'll go through like 10 books. Oh, I know. Yeah. That, mm. I love that though. I love a good holiday book like that. And I can still remember, you know, some of the books I've read on holidays. I remember I had, where Rainbow's End by Cecilia Hearn oh, years yes. ago when we were in on a, a, a family holiday in Spain mm. and like do you know when you just can't put a book down especially when you're not used to it like do you know because I wouldn't have read that much especially in school because you read enough you know yeah but, yeah 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 um, yeah, I was just like, God, I love this. I just need another book exactly like this. Yes, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then luckily for us, like all of those authors have about 17 I books know. at least. Like, and they're usually like, they kind of, most of them stay within the same realm. Yeah, like, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. They know the audience and they serve them extremely well. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm not really one for a summer read like that just because... I enjoy reading about the place that I'm in. Oh, no way. So, really? Yeah, yeah. It's something that I kind of started doing when I was in Paris for the summer. I just picked up a couple of books that were sort of set there. And I found it was actually a great way to learn about the city. Mm. Um, and then it's a great way to sort of imagine that those characters are alive and living within that city. And you yeah. know, maybe they'll walk into the cafe. Yeah, true. So um, I was in the south of France recently. I finally got there. Thank you, Ryanair. And um, a couple of the books that if you're going that direction, I would recommend you read is Bonjour Tristesse it's by Francoise Sagan it's a great one actually if you've fallen off the reading bandwagon 
because it's about 100 pages long and mm-hmm. you get a nice novel under your belt for for that amount of pages. Another one, Bay of Angels. It's also set just outside of Nice by mm-hmm. Anita Bruckner, super uh, author as well, or Tender as the Night. Now, none of these are easy reads. Like, I'm pretty sure someone dies in Bon Giorgio's death and Tenders and Ida is about like a marriage breakdown but it's so lovely to read something that's set in and around where you're going yeah. it's a really nice way to How did you find it. those books? So my dad is an amazing reader he's oh, really? yeah since he's retired especially he's sort of created various different libraries in our house oh for God, different cool. types of books yeah yeah he's um he's a prolific reader so he is a great one to go to for sources like I think um, Francois Sagan she actually just happened to be on the bookshelf in France when I was there and then sort of from there it's great to just make use of the people who are working in bookshops I think they're really good especially Mm. like Hodges Vegas etc they're great at hiring people who have a huge knowledge Mm -hmm. so that'll always point you in the right direction Okay Mm. and see like those types of books now I don't know anything about the author I don't know about really the place where they're set. Yeah. That would scare me. That would be outside of my comfort zone. I'm like, what if I don't ah. like this? What if this puts me off reading again? Or you mm. know, that's when it's really good to, to pick up something short. Yeah, like, I that's think, true. I think I fell off the reading bandwagon probably when I went to college. Mm. English would have been I, I wouldn't say it was my favourite subject it was probably one of the subjects I was best at in school mm. like I remember my English teacher in our sixth year parent teacher meeting she told my mum that um, I was predicted to get an A1 but that I would not get it because uh, I was not focused enough and she was dead right I didn't get it and I, I never focused in the end but then I went into college and it was there was so much reading in, in drama and theatre mm, studies in, imagine, in Trinity yeah. yeah and it's like reading play text I don't know if you've ever done it but it's just not enjoyable there's yeah. like stage directions it's confusing and they're not meant to be read they're meant to be performed and watched it's funny that you say that then I think some people actually do like reading them reading plays plays yeah she's going to look to them you know what it all comes down to what you're trying to get out of reading I think before it was always about pleasure and then Mm. it became a chore Mm. and so it was only actually when I left acting that I, I sort of needed that outlet again that I fell back into reading and I started off with poetry which is a great love of mine mm-hmm. if anyone's ever been out for a couple of drinks with me they'll know a couple of recitations later mm. but from there I just started reading short stories and then really short novels like Bonjour Tristesse yeah. and then That's from there you decide whether or not you enjoy that, that yeah, type yeah, of yeah. literature I've never that tried author. that to be honest like I feel like that that's a nice way to read as well so I must try it I must give it a mm. go and see if I like it you know that Westlife I was chatting to Avian Gary she was sitting behind me she's oh, got a yes. poetry book coming out yes I heard September. that I cannot so wait to read that she was yeah. saying how poetry like literally saved her in lockdown just find that so interesting like, yeah you know, so. yeah because remember she had that thing on her Instagram poetry for pause mm. yeah it's so nice though like reading saved me in lockdown I guess we all had to go back to basics and like totally yeah you know, and get some sort of an escape and mm. also find something to do and try and find a way to connect with people. And it was kind of like the book club for me and for the people in the book club was that thing. You know, it mm. was our way of having purpose and yeah. giving ourselves something to do and a timeline and a goal, you know. Yeah, so. and there's something so, because it's quite a solitary act reading, but then if you do it in, in either like a group or a book club or, mm. you know, with friends, there's something really kind of connecting about that as well. Since we've been working on the podcast, the book club and also with life back to the way it is now so hard to pin people down to get them yeah, on Zoom yeah, in the yeah, evening yeah. Like, yeah. something on every night of the week like yeah. you know so that's why we've decided to do it on here and it'll allow people to listen to it anytime anywhere but I think the the act of getting involved in the conversation is still so important absolutely yeah definitely you know the way that's the best part about the book club or you know talking about books is mm. what did you think of that or like the what 
I thought of something might be completely different than what the way you interpreted it. You know, that yeah, kind of way. Yeah, yeah. So then we we get so much more out of the experience of reading that book, mm-hmm. like just from hearing other people's perspectives. Yeah. It's like reading it three times over through a completely different yeah. lens. So what have you been reading lately? So, I bet, you know what, I've been reading it for weeks. And again, I basically started reading it for a guy. Um, but I've been reading For Whom the Bell Tolls. It's by Ernest Hemingway. Usually I'm someone who will devour a book. Through the time that I've been reading that book, I've read three other books at the same time. Mm. It's just taking me so long because I guess it's a, it's a fictionalised version of the Spanish Civil War. Okay. Like, I don't really know anything about the Spanish Civil yeah. War. So like the first couple of chapters, I kept having to refer to Wikipedia. I was like, why are the Russians involved Do you know, it was just like quite quite difficult to get my head around. It is a super book. It's my boyfriend's favorite book. So oh, yeah, okay. I'm really enjoying it, honey. Um, <laughs> I've got a couple more books that I want to finish up before the summer's end. So mm. stay tuned, people. What about you? I have been on back on Audible because oh, yeah. I got laser eye surgery two weeks ago. Oh Jesus, how did that go? Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it was like it was so uncomfortable for like a day and a half, and then yeah. it's just putting drops in all the time, you know. And was that on both eyes? Just one eye. I had done. I had it done eight years ago on two and then I just needed like a top up. Wow, okay. But it takes six weeks for it to grow back so my eyesight's still not like fully there. Yeah, yeah, So I listened to a book on Audible when I had that like and I literally got through I think it was like 12 hours and I got through it in about three days. Oh, gee. It was um, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Oh my God, have you, fantastic. Have you read that book? No, but Seven Husbands. She's first major. She's a busy lady. I can say this because it happens three chapters in. She's a lesbian. Oh. Her whole life. She's, it's, it's like in the 60s, she's a really famous person. She's married one guy because he's a best friend, one as a cover up, one as a way to kind of get back in the media. And like. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really interesting. They're making a movie actually on Netflix and. Anna de Santos, I think is her name. She used to be going out with uh, Ben Affleck. Oh my God. She's the main character. And she she's beautiful. Is, like. She's beautiful. She's yeah. also, she's playing Marilyn Monroe in the upcoming um, picture about her. But really interestingly, oh. did you ever see War Dogs? No. She stars in that, but at the time she had absolutely no English. Oh. So she was like reading these lines that she did not know the meaning of. Oh, hilarious. And <laughs> without like, an accent. Yeah, I know she has a very heavy accent. Oh, okay. But um, her character was supposed to be from um, somewhere in South America. But uh, yeah, she's a beautiful actress. Yeah, That's yeah. So, so I'm excited. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's, a, it's honestly one of the best books I've listened to. Yeah, there's another, I've moved on to her next book. Or sorry, another one of her books now, Daisy Jones and the Six. Oh, okay. Have you ever heard of that? No, this so, author is prolific. Jeez. I just really like her style. Um, it's like documentary style. Okay. And it really sounds real. Like mm. it really sounds like it's a legit thing. But it's, I had to Google it. I was like, is, and then when I started Googling it, it came up, is this a true story? You know, obviously other people have Googled it too. Oh, it's wild. <laughs> it is wild. Um, But one of the people that we have on next week is Trisha Trisha Lewis yeah so Trisha is like an influencer but I guess she started as a transformation page she was on a healthy weight weight loss journey yeah because she was in a really hard place Mm. and struggling and like oh my god when I read her book some of the things she's dealt with with her weight from other people like it's really hard to imagine being Mm. treated that way you just don't have to worry about that unless you have that weight on you or like Mm. you know and it's horrible to think that people would be that way you know but like god she's amazing and like how everything she's done and her personality is just so lovely like she's Mm. so she used to be huge into her books she's kind of fallen out of it a little bit but she also writ sorry writ wrote (laughs) wrote her own book so just to give you an idea of what we've got coming up with Trish next week I'm going to give you a little sneak preview now but then I love my normal Mm. Marin Keys Cecilia Hearn oh my god my favourite book of my life is Watermelon oh yeah I love that have you read Rachel Holiday? 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Last love chance saloon. All of them. I was addicted to her books for years. Mm-hmm. And I remember years ago, we had a local library, which some, it was like over the courthouse. So it was as dusty as you can imagine now. Now it's all fancy and it's got little bean bags and everything. And, and I remember going in trying to get a Marion Keys book and they were like, you're too young. Because they obviously had my card. Mm. Do you know they stamped them? So like the next week then I got my sister to go and get it for me and I just still read it. I was like, okay, I think there was like a kissing scene or something in it. I was like, give me the book. <laughs> I watch Home and Away. I know what's happening. So How old were you? I'd say I'm about 10. Oh, okay. Well, there, there yeah, you go. I know, I mean, I know she <laughs> talks about more than, than just kissing in her box. Yeah, I know. Maybe there was more actually when I think about it. And my sister Annie going in like a beer sneak being like, I'll take this book. But I remember <laughs> I found books in my sister's room and I was like, what are these? And there was loads of them. And they were all like 50 pence stick around them they're all Mills and Boone they're like Erotic. the original dirty books oh God, <laughs> the dirty books so I was like <laughs> what is this and I was like he put what where I was like I don't understand this and I got caught and I will never forget the fear the trouble I got into over like mam was like you're a pervert I was like <laughs> I was like I didn't know oh my God she is an author as you said mm-hmm. as well and a couple of the other people that we've got lined up for the podcast really excitingly are authors too I guess in honour of the authors that we've got on mm-hmm. we're also hoping to kind of flex our creative muscles a little bit mm-hmm. on this podcast mm-hmm. um, and specifically in these in between the episodes um, and we were thinking that every week we might do a little bit of a Monday morning in English class writing exercise so mm-hmm. the first one we were thinking about kicking off with was in a limerick a limerick in honour of your heritage. <laughs> so, like, what exactly is a limerick now? Okay, so I actually had to You're the poem up. expert. <laughs> yeah, I'll put that hat on. Um, <laughs> I, I had to do a bit of research into this as well. So a limerick, <clears throat> to give you the definition, is a humorous five-line poem with the rhyming scheme A-A-B-B-A. Hmm. So you're actually quite good at these, to sort of yeah. remember. <laughs> yeah, I, used to, I, I write... Um, poems for my friends and like all their birthday cards I'm obsessed with it's this just, yeah and it's funny like it's it, I don't know it just comes really like natural. I just enjoy it it's funny it's never anything serious they're never anything sappy or like you know it's just a bit of fun well look at will we write one now right now we're gonna do it right <laughs> <laughs> we could try so here's Louise Cooney she's an upcoming poet influencer blogger uh, <laughs> extraordinaire and she's gonna write a limerick for us today guys on the fly okay. and the theme of it is summer summer okay talk about being put on the spot okay so um, I'm off to Spain on my holidays tomorrow the weather in Ireland has been really bad to my sorrow but now the sun is out and it's really bloody hot ah <laughs> tomorrow sorrow oh why did I pick tomorrow again. it's sorrow. Again a commercial break here people <laughs> I know, I'll ask Spain when we go can, if they mind the sun can we borrow oh my god <laughs> Kind of. I just need to write it down oh my God, this and figure is, out a few words, okay? This is absolutely epic. So if you've got a limerick and if it's about summer, keep PG people. Send it in to <laughs> info at goloudnow.com. Louise will pick her favourite. I'll pick my favourite. Yeah. And we will read out the winner on our next episode. Seeing as how difficult that was for me to write, if um, you don't feel like writing one, you can just send in one of your favourites. This is all about kind of learning and exposing yourself and being open-minded and taking in different things so yeah, absolutely. definitely like we need your recommendations and 
share with us what we should be reading and checking out. Mm. Okay, so Sarah, that's all we've got time for today. I feel like we fit in a lot of recommendations yeah, from books and absolutely. TVs and Take airlines. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> airlines not to book with, can I say? But thank you guys. Thanks for listening. This is the first kind of episode like this. So let me know what you think. Please do get involved and, you know, give us feedback, give us recommendations. And if you want to rate, share and follow us on the Go Loud app or wherever you get your podcast, we would be so grateful. And you can find me on Instagram as well on Louise Cooney underscore. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you next week, readers. 